You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. The trouble on our streets cause they're in a right mess Too many cars, no space for the rest For the people on the planet and the bicycle is best On our streets Good morning Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabosque Users Group Radio Show On Community Radio, Radical Radio 3CR Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. We acknowledge your Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Ah, Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio, or weekly program broadcasting from 3CR about cycling, bicycles, bikes. Uh, what were they used to call back when they first invented? Wooden horses or something like that, or the dandies or something like that. My brain's running away from me. Two coffees in the morning. And uh, we are about utility cycling, advocacy and riding around for transport and touching upon various other things. I might even say the, the term Wollongong, um, if you're wondering what the hell that was. Oh, we just had the World Championship uh, Road Cycling Championships in Wollongong and uh, I was absolutely glued to that. But this week, I should introduce myself as well. My name's Chris. Now, on this week's show... I'm going to be speaking to Jasmine, and uh, she's involved with the series Bike Shed and changes and activities and fantastic uh, things that they're up to. And then we're going to be talking to Pierre, and we're going to be chatting about the reanimation of Critical Mass. Now, you're probably wondering, why the hell do we kind of talk about this thing? Well, it's, it's almost like a one of a bit of expression, a petri dish of things that kind of animated out of critical mass. It was, well, we can go read a Wikipedia entry if you want to get up to find a background on it, but it started in San Francisco in 1992 and it was called by the um, not marketing friendly term commuter clot. But anyway, on today's show, to get us up to speed, we're talking about it coming back to Melbourne. And if you're like thinking, well, that's not really that interesting. Well, it is actually, because if you've been around Melbourne for a while, since the whole critical mass ride sort of dissipated, there's been other things that are very similar, like bike raves and a whole bunch of activities and events that people get up to. And uh, also coming up, um, so many news and events things that I may not have time to get to it today. So if you go to yarrabug.org forward slash subscribe and get onto our new newsletter and uh, there'll be another one coming out in the next 24 hours if uh, people get all the stuff to me. But it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of events on. So this Friday at 5 p.m., coming up is Critical Mass at the State Library and kind of like uh, for want of a much better expression 
the weather and spring and gulling season. It's the gentle reintroduction of riding season, all the things that happen in the summer months and the kind of promise of better weather to come and riding and bikepacking and all sorts of fun things. But getting back to today's show, first thing I'm going to have a chat about with Jasmine is uh, the series Bike Shed. Boobap Jazz. The Milky Way looks good in the night skies. The stars open a short from my dark eyes. Complex hey, I'm Lady Lash. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, the voice of dissent. 3CR is so awesome, giving the platform for people's voices to be heard and people's gifts to be heard. And always remember that you are amazing. My name is Jasmine. I live and work in Nam in Melbourne. I got involved in the bike shed just over a year ago. Studied engineering at university, but now I work as a community organizer in the climate space. And so, yeah, last year was really looking for a way to get involved with something that, yeah, I could use my hands and solve some really technical problems, but also um, be part of a community. And I was keen to try and do some bike packing trips. I love going away on my bike, but I didn't really know how. I didn't know where to start. So I went along to the bike shed because my housemate had been a few times. Yeah, really fell in love with, with the space and the potential for what it could be and fell in love with, with bikes a bit more. Yeah, and got really, you know, more competent fixing up bikes in the past kind of year and a half. And, and now I'm a general member on the committee. And the shed, a lot of people know it's got a lot of history and a lot of um, connections with Melbourne's bicycle community. And mm. it's just really great, the direction you seem to be taking there like because that's what really interested me was um on friday the 30th of september you got a really interesting event day coming up yeah i'm super excited about it yeah i joined the committee at the agm um, that was yeah probably about six seven months ago now where we brought a lot of newer members on uh, which is really exciting kind of post-covid there was yeah quite a few folks that wanted to get more more invested involved in the shed so yeah there's a couple of like female non-binary folks on the community now, which is really awesome. And yeah, we've run a couple of like female identifying days in the past, um, but I was really keen to create a space, a couple of us really keen to try and create a space where I can kind of be, be part of the shed and fix their bikes and ask questions in a space that, you know, didn't have yeah, men around basically. Because, you know, the bike space, I'm sure you know, is pretty heavily dominated by, um, by men who obviously are by no means bad we love them they have great knowledge but yeah it does kind of create a space where often women feel like they can't ask questions or people just generally who've been excluded from those spaces um, aren't really sure how to engage and so we really wanted to make a day um, and a space for people to come along and feel really comfortable in the space and get to know the space a bit more so that you know they do feel comfortable coming along when it's not necessarily a historically excluded day. And I love, I love running days like this. We've run one before, and I'm hoping to kind of maybe try and make a monthly thing or a bit more of a regular thing. But yeah, we are kind of just trialing it out. So yeah, on the on September the 30th, um, we're running Historically Excluded Day, which is for women, non-binary folks, gender diverse folks, queer folks, people of color, and disabled folks, basically anyone who feels they've been excluded from the bike space and might feel uncomfortable in, in normal bike spaces and, and wants to get involved and learn a bit more. 
yeah, and at the moment we are we are kind of like we are asking that folks only come if they've been inducted. So it's kind of for the current volunteer base that we have. Yeah. But I am, you know, pretty keen to chat to folks who maybe maybe haven't been inducted but want to know a little bit more anyway. And so um, there are a couple of newer folks coming on as well. But we haven't made it super open to the public just yet. Yep. But that's what's happening on September 30th. Yeah, it's to make that very clear, though, if you're interested yeah. in these things, have a read of, you know, have a look at the Facebook site, have a look at your website, things yeah. that you're doing, the Instagram account, and keep an eye out for up-and-coming days. Because I, I could speak for a lot of people out there who had uh, dealings with a shed in previous eras, we could say. And, look, people meant well, but the energy and the like was not really cohesive at times and I think invariably it comes with stuff where it's technical it's mechanical oh it's got to be mm. a certain way and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that everybody has what they bring and I, and I just yep. love the fact that this is happening at series bike shed and mm. you know we had some other things going back five six years ago of Wrenchworthy were based at uh, Span Community House and the like and it's just good to see this energy continuing yeah, definitely. And, like, by no means is the Black Shed a perfect space. You know, we're, we're always improving and learning and really welcome feedback. But I think it is really cool to be able to create these spaces and acknowledge that, yeah, those, those historic and, like, current, you know, forms of oppression do exist and people do feel certain ways in certain spaces. And, yeah, it's just, it's just really great to kind of create that community and, and keep turning the Black Shed into the space that we want it to be. Yeah, and so like you can can ride your bike. You you can know how to fix your bike. There's no no question which is off limits if you don't know. This is yeah. the thing people it's demystifying, and mm. it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be some type of you know locked away knowledge or you shouldn't know that. You know, I know I'm speaking very general and very simplistically, mm. but as you found out on your journey, you know the pathways mm. it's given you. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it, it is all about, you know, I guess have it, having a go. And, like, we welcome lots of different folks who've shared, people with a lot of knowledge, people with no knowledge, people who want to fix bikes, people who just like bikes. You know, we have artists that come along and community organisers and lots of different people who contribute to the space in lots of different ways. Yep. So, yeah, I definitely find on, on days where you can work with, you know, people who have kind of been historically excluded, who've had, had a bit of a different experience, you just learn more and it becomes more of a collaborative approach. Yes. Um, you know, there's definitely folks that work the shed and just generally in the bike spaces who, who do kind of a more like show, not not teach kind of approach, I suppose. Um, and so, yeah, I, know, I really appreciate on days like this and when you work with, with people who've kind of been through the same experiences as yourself, yeah, you, you kind of you take a more collaborative approach um, to learning and, and to, to fixing bikes, I suppose. So if people want to find out more about the series bike shed, if you don't, the best place to head along to is the website. Uh, we run inductions monthly, and those open to anyone and really encourage you to come on to those. And then you can be part of the community. We've got a Slack going and stuff. But the website's the best place to go. There's a form there. That form's also linked in Instagram. Come on to induction. And if you're someone who's, like, not available to come to an induction or you might not feel comfortable coming to induction, just shoot that Instagram page a message.
Black Spark is an independent, volunteer-run bookshop, gallery, music and community space in Northcote, Nam, dedicated to creativity, learning and liberation. Black Spark is a space for the entire community, free of charge, hosting art, music and literary events. To keep Black Spark free, open and accessible to everybody, we need your help. We are calling for your support for our rent fundraiser to keep our doors open into the coming years. With your support, we can continue to host book and exhibition launches, art auctions, fundraisers, music gigs, and facilitate opportunities and growth for emerging artists and grassroots communities. For more information, visit Keep Black Spark Alive on chuffed.com or check out Black Spark on all the socials. Keep Black Spark Alive! A 3CR supporter. Today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio, I'm chatting to someone who is uh, looking at, with a bunch of other people, reanimating critical mass in Naram, Melbourne. Over to you. Hi. Yeah, that's right. We are restarting critical mass after a hiatus of some amount of years, um, a fair few. We're, we're doing it in response to, I guess, some of the lack of Lusta efforts from various governments. In building out safe bike infrastructure for cyclists of all shapes and sizes in Melbourne. And you're from Melbourne's west, so you'd know a fair bit about this. You know, you'd hear things about like other parts of Naram Melbourne getting infrastructure. And where you are, there's not a lot of it. Yeah, there's precious little infrastructure for cyclists. Plenty for, for trucks, oh, plenty yeah. for cars. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's fine. Um, $5 billion toll road projects, we, we've got that covered. You know, some relatively cheap protected bike lanes, not so much. Yeah, I during, like many people, during, during lockdowns, I was on my bike uh, exploring you know, my five kilometer radius and it dawned and despite being a bike rider for all my life, it dawned on me how lovely it could be to ride directly to, to your destination on, on main roads uh, without that traffic there. And as soon as that cra- traffic came back, then I found myself sort of scurrying around like a rat trying to find the quiet streets and crossing over, you know, the truck routes to, to get around. And it just really hit home that we need that sort of protected infrastructure so cyclists can get around quickly and safely to their destinations and you know potentially maybe hopefully people could leave their cars at home and and travel around in in a manner that's less destructive to you know to the atmosphere and you know local communities as well yeah because it's the thing of subsequent generations and it's from a perspective of looking at this uh this kind of strange little sector of active transport and the rest for a long time, people keep coming to these same or similar observations of we need to change the way we move around our urban areas. And again, massive externalities to why uh, humans have got to uh, have a think about how how we centre ourselves at the centre of everything to the detriment of our environment. And that's a massive, massive, massive topic. But why 
why did you settle upon thinking about critical mass? Because this is something I could go on about at great detail, but it's not my time anymore. I've had my go. Why do you want to bring back critical mass? There, there was a bunch of chatter on on bike, on Melbourne bike Twitter, like a groundswell of people who feel much the same reason as as I'm thinking of you know restarting critical mass. I, probably off the back of um, some of those pop-up bike lane projects and City of Melbourne bike lane projects, um, I think Royal Parade, Macaulay Road and Arden Street in Kensington, the delayed Flinders Street projects, the City of Melbourne's attempt to put the rollout on pause for, for a year and, and the massive sort of lovely, beautiful turnout at that town hall meeting earlier this year. Um, I think people sort of cyclists or Melbourne bike community realise that, you know, we when we do get together, we can, we are a cohesive voice and we can and should demand that these projects go ahead and maybe some of those sort of dissenting voices out there in state government in Big Roads land that are holding back the construction of these projects, we'd like to put a voice out to, to them and say, hey, foot off the brake, let these projects go ahead they're not as unpopular as you might think. There, there are people who will, you know, appreciate, love these these projects. And it's not all about the Tony Tardios on 3WA and and the rest of the blowhards out there. That there is a there is another side of that argument, and we're here to be heard. Exactly. And as on this show, I've interviewed people from um, who've been affected in the city of Derribin in Port Phillip, you know, Port Phillip Bicycle User Group, Stonington User Group, uh, Ruth, and a whole bunch of people in the Derribin area. And we we haven't uh, really heard a lot of voices from further out. You know, I've had, uh, uh, God, I should, I should know this from Eltham Bike Lanes further out for Fitzsimmons Lane with the redevelopment out there. There's a lot of other things percolating around Melbourne. And we've got this strange thing, and you probably know it too, of like Derribin, Council was the first council to announce a climate emergency, and there's, there's been this thing of like we need to do this for the you know as, as Tom Flood on Twitter said you know to protect the species and all the rest of it, and then at the first point of any type of real action, oh no, we must save car parking because it's a sacred and uh, vital mode of you're not even allowing dialogue of a proactive nature to occur and it gets wrapped up in some very strange arguments. We're not talking about taking away, we're talking about options and providing a broader approach to um, public and freight transport and the rest of it. And uh, it's one, one thing that's gone on for too long and we're just seeing some very, very mediocre arguments against active transport. A soulful reimagining of 1890s Melbourne, presented by La Mama, Measure of a Moment, explores the loving bond between a young bohemian writer and a troubled musician coming to terms with the changing world and the challenges of addiction and death. With comedy and light, an original score and live acoustic music, the ensemble of eight actors urge you to take up a seat. Running from 28th September to October 2nd, go to lamama.com.au, a 3CR supporter. 
Yeah, and they're, they're arguments that have been around for a while and, and they're tiresome. That whole thing of, oh, we can't build bike lanes because how will I ever transport my new fridge home from Harvey Norman? It's, you know, they're, they're a, we're not taking away your option to to bring your fridge home. You can still drive to Harvey Norman. You'll still be able to park next to your place and, and you know, drop that fridge off plenty of countries around the world have have no problems with that and we're not and we're not advocating that melbourne becomes this car free city where we're asking for a sliver of our public roads and streets to be allocated to cyclists so people have that choice so if they do want to ride to their local cafe or to to school or to work they can do so safely and yeah that comes at the cost of some parking spaces but that's let let's have that argument. Let's have that good faith discussion and and talk about what is the best use of our public land. Is it a handful more off street, sorry, on street um, parking spaces, or or is it a alternate tra- transport network so you know people can get around safely on their bikes? You've just uh, said the actual uh, the one of the most important things in this whole debate, which is good faith. Uh, I don't see a lot of it in um, people who oppose active transport measures. Uh, you know, there's things about, you know, uh, we could go into a whole plethora of different reasons why people may oppose something. But the benefits outweigh that. And getting on to, now what's going to happen at 5pm on Friday the 30th of September? Have, what, what have we got planned for critical mass reappearing in Melbourne? Yeah, so there'll be a bunch of us gathering at the State Library. Anyone is welcome to join. doesn't matter what kind of bike or wheel transport you're on. The, the weirder, the better. If you want to come along and bring banners and dress up silly and, and bring a good festive atmosphere, that's very much appreciated as well. But there's a whole bunch of us meeting up at 5 o'clock at the State Library. We'll go through a little bit of housekeeping and then we'll be on our merry way for a little jaunty bike ride around the CBD when about five kilometres or so, there's still one little route decision that has to be made. But once we figure that out, we will publish the route to the interwebs. But the bike ride will end up on the steps of Parliament House about an hour or so after we set off. Uh, where we'll have Tim Reid, a member for Brunswick, give us a little bit of a rousing speech and encourage us all to do a bike lift on the steps of Parliament House. We'll have some photographers there and, and hopefully it'll be a you know, a, a nice little picture that we can use to sort of weigh up those as a counterpoint to the to the arguments of, oh, you know, bike lane has ruined my parking. We can say, look, bike lane has, bike lanes have, you know, allowed all of these people on all of their weird and wonderful bikes to to safely get to their destination and whatever bikes they are because most people will just ride an average sort of bike they use to get around now the thing about critical mass and i think it's something that needs to be reinforced or reiterated is it's a celebration it's not a protest and if in melbourne the last couple of years we've seen a lot of protests the difference is with critical mass is that it moves relatively swiftly and it's out of your way. And, you know, we always want to kind of, you know, put the convenience point in for everybody else. But that's the point is we are not blocking traffic. We are traffic and we do move on 
and you don't get the really you don't get the traffic ripples that you get with major uh, disruptions. It's more the slightly hurt feelings or something. But. Uh... Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children aged three and four can access 15 hours per week of free kindergarten. In a kinder program, children learn through play, art, music and dance. Qualified teachers create culturally safe places for Aboriginal children and families. Koori Kids Shine at Kindergarten. Find out more at vic.gov.au forward slash koori-kids-shine. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. Do you see critical mass kind of keep going over the summer things every month at the you know every Friday at the end of the month like we used to do for over a decade if not more do you see it uh, having a life and continuing on I, I certain I certainly hope so just to have that continual presence of cyclists in the city um and not just a you know a cyclist who might swiftly go down you know the bike lanes, but um, a, a group of cyclists, a cohesive group of cyclists that are out there and shouting out to the world that we are cyclists and, you know, we are here and we deserve to be here and it's and it's okay if we're on the roads and it's okay if we're safe on the roads. I would love to see that continue throughout the summer, especially given that there's an election just around the corner. Uh, it makes a, a hell of a lot of sense. There was some talk of future critical mass rides heading out to some of those contentious projects in you know, in the city of Melbourne and Port Phillip and mm. up to Darabin. Yeah, and that's the thing too, that with Critical Mass, it's a bike ride. There's lots of different types of bike rides. There's commuting, there's bike packing, there's off-road, there's single track. And at the moment, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening in Wollongong that um, is keeping me uh, <laughs> enthralled at the moment. It's just a different way of getting about and a whole bunch of things to go into it. So if people want to find out more, Pierre, where do they go to to find out information about Critical Mass in Melbourne? Twitter or Facebook, um, if you check out Bike West on the socials, you'll see some updates updates there. But there's been good ripples throughout all of the Melbourne bike community on, on Twitter and Facebook. So you should see it pop up on your feed if you're remotely interested in cycling in Melbourne. And I'll put the links to that into the podcast description at 3cr.org.au forward slash Yarrabug and also on our mirror site and also on yarrabug.org. I'll put some more information up there. Uh, Pierre, closing thoughts, you know, any, any just off the top of your head things about critical mass? I would like to see it as a turning point. I, I think you and I have had pre previous conversations about cycling being at an inflection point in various cities in the world, but, but in, in Melbourne at the beginning, the very beginning of that inflection point. And I would like to see, you know, critical mass as something that sort of pushes us a little bit forward, along with the efforts of so many other fantastic cycling advocates in the city of Melbourne. But I'd like to look back, you know, in 10 years from now, 2032, and see a, a Melbourne covered with bike lanes and where there's been a bit of mode shift to cycling. And, and um, walking, and walking as well. Cause that's and, and walking. Yes, because it's a thing, critical mass, what my memories of it were, you know, being 
being quite joyfully silly with the silly um, helmets and costumes and you're missing out the main meal of the day so I used to run around with jelly beans and lollies and stuff like that and and party whistles and feeling of euphoria going through the city streets it was like you weren't protesting you weren't displacing you're just simply there as you should be as using the streets I, I I'm looking forward to Friday I, I think it is going to be um you know a, a, like you say a euphoric a euphoric event I'm not going to lie I'm a little bit nervous because I've not organized anything like this before but I've got there's plenty of help out there plenty of people have offered advice and um you know holding hands which has been absolutely fantastic and I'm I'm not going to name names, but thank you to all of you who, who've helped. But yeah, it should be a good good Friday evening and hopefully we get you know, a good outcome and, and it continues going across. It sort of self-sustains for this summer and, and into the future. Thank you so much for your time today. And remember, we're not blocking traffic, we are traffic. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Much appreciated. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM, on digital and online, 3CR Radical Radio. And uh, that's all I've got time for today. Thank you to Jasmine from the series Bicycle Shed. Thank you to Pierre for having a chat about the reanimation of Critical Mass in Naram, Melbourne, Australia, this Friday, the 30th of September. Uh, I haven't got time for um, even to mention Critical Mass, which is going to be happening on the 16th of October, or even the Big Bike Film Night for Melbourne that's happening on the 6th of October next week. Uh, go to yarrabug.org forward slash subscribe and you can get it into the newsletters or just chuck those terms into a search engine and look them up. Um, thank you that uh, for listening today. We are kept on air by subscriptions and donations to 3CR. Go to 3cr.org.au and look for the subscribe or donate option. Our podcast should be up relatively soon at the same site. And up next is Shebop followed by Black Blog. Paradise with the streets so quiet and the air so nice. I had to take to the street with their bikes and their feet. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.